The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1281 today. It's the final episode of the 2018 previews series, and I'm looking at Star Wars in other media, particularly video games and augmented reality. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And here's the funny thing about Star Wars games since the rebooting of the canon. It seemed as though with new Star Wars games that came out that the folks at Lucasfilm were going to take the opportunity to introduce new and interesting elements to the canon via video games. And probably one of the I guess prime examples of this possibility was Star Wars Uprising, which was a mobile game that actually had a backstory that talked about things happening in the aftermath of Return of the Jedi. Specifically, it used as the backstory for its gameplay the blockade that the Empire put around the Anoat sector, which includes the Bespin and Hoth systems. And the regional governor there, Governor Adelhard, did this to try to essentially portray the events of the Battle of Endor as propaganda and that it didn't really happen and the Emperor wasn't dead and all this stuff. And ultimately... Those events actually then tied into one of the interludes in Aftermath Empire's End, which was the third in the Chuck Wendig trilogy of books that take place between six months and one year after the events of Return of the Jedi. And then there was the first DLC from Electronic Arts for Star Wars Battlefront, the first Battlefront, not the new one that's out. And that first one was a DLC for the Battle of Jakku. And so a couple of weeks before the opening of The Force Awakens, you can actually see what happened at the Battle of Jakku and see how the Graveyard of Giants was created before you actually got to see it on screen in The Force Awakens. And in 2016, really the only big reveal off the top of my head was the introduction of the Scarif Rebel Pathfinder in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile game, prior to the release of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So we got an idea about something that might be happening on Scarif, whatever Scarif was. We had no idea what it was at the time. <laughs> but anyway, that seems to be the trend that we are developing. In 2017, it seems that the Battlefront series is really the only place where we are getting brand new Star Wars content that meshes with the timeline as we know it. For example, there wasn't really anything in Galaxy of Heroes that was introduced prior to the release of The Last Jedi. It was just Kylo Ren unmasked and his ship, the TIE Silencer, and a First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter pilot, and his ship too, or her ship too, depending on who's inside that armor. And so... That was it. It wasn't like we got any reveals through the mobile games or anything like that. That didn't really happen. Maybe there were a couple of interesting images revealed through, say, a Star Wars card trader, but that's about it. Um, Battlefront 2, however, 
that actually had some significant information. And I've talked about the interesting information in Battlefront 2 in episodes toward the end of 2017. In fact, that's what I was doing during Safe Week, where we were still doing bonus episodes talking about actual spoilers from The Last Jedi. But for folks who hadn't seen it yet, they got to hear episodes about Battlefront 2 and the storyline stuff that that was revealing. Anyway... It turns out that there was more downloadable content related to The Last Jedi from Battlefront 2 that continued the story of Aiden Versio, who is the commander of Inferno Squad. And that actually played into more recent events in the timeline, more Last Jedi-related events. But there's no indication yet that that's going to continue in 2018. Looking at the slate of games that are coming up, A lot of stuff is really just very mysterious, basically. You know, for example, there is a game, another mobile game from EA and their subunit Capital Games that's called Rise to Power. It's supposed to be an upcoming mobile strategy game, and it's in pre-alpha testing right now. So all it really says is that it's going to give you the opportunity to... Uh, be the greatest strategic mind in the galaxy. It doesn't seem like it's necessarily going to be a place where they tell stories. It's just a game. Not that (laughs) you can't enjoy a game for the sake of a game, but as far as learning something new about that galaxy far, far away, I'm not sure we're going to get it from there. Meanwhile, there are other Star Wars games that have been in development for quite a while, and we might actually see at least one of them in 2018. There was one that had been worked on by a subunit of Electronic Arts called Visceral Games. They'd been their own thing and then bought by EA and a whole bunch of drama later, blah, 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 blah. EA shut down Visceral Games because I guess they didn't like, I don't know. The gaming thing is its own world, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have the biggest handle on it. Ultimately, what happened, I gather, is that the direction of the game was not where EA and perhaps Lucasfilm as well wanted to go, and so they shut down Visceral for that and probably other things too. (laughs) Not sure, and don't take my word for it. What you can take my word for is that Ultimately, development of the Star Wars game, whatever it is, was transferred over to Electronic Arts' division in Vancouver, British Columbia. And so it was announced as part of their earnings call as something that they are still intending to deliver in their 2018 slate of games. That could mean that it shows up in the first quarter of 2019, potentially, but more than likely it might actually show up in 2018 in the fourth quarter and so yeah fingers crossed that that could actually happen initially when it was being developed i guess it was possibly tied into a long forgotten star wars property called 1313 which was very underworld related it was dealing with bounty hunters and referring to i believe a level on coruscant where you know nefarious dealings and scoundrels were doing business and that sort of thing so It's never fun to hear that something bad is happening with the development of something, but hopefully something awesome ends up coming out of the trouble that they seem to have been having. Then, of course, there is something by a company called Respawn Entertainment. They are doing a video game that is supposed to be a third-person action game, and that is really as much as we know about it right now. There's no date for its release yet, but good heavens, they've been working on it since 2016, so... We could keep our fingers crossed that something will be said about that later this year, but so far there's been no update as of yet. 
And then, of course, there are the virtual reality and augmented reality situations. And Jedi Challenges is one of them. That one is supposed to be getting new content based on The Last Jedi. So you're actually getting sort of more of the experience of the movies that have already come out. But again, not necessarily additions to the story per se. There is, however, a, a virtual reality situation called Secrets of the Empire. And that one is like an actual sort of virtual reality, but there's stuff that you walk around through. So it's not just you strapping on a little headset and getting to stay at home and do whatever. No, you actually have to go someplace for this. Specifically, you have to go to either Walt Disney World in Florida or... As of today, as it turns out, the Disneyland Resort in California, you can actually go to downtown Disney and experience Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. And that is location-based VR, if you will. And that is fully story-based as well. It features Alan Tudyk reprising his role as K2SO as part of this adventure. And... That's really it, unfortunately. There's nothing really right now that is on the slate that's announced that is happening that's being released in 2018. The Secrets of the Empire thing is already out, right? So it doesn't count. But there's nothing really on the calendar anywhere that suggests that we are going to get new Star Wars storytelling in 2018. However, we are going to have things to talk about on the podcast. So... I'm going to take a quick break right now, and when I come back, we're going to talk about the games that will actually be covered, or at least the content that will be covered as part of the regular podcast episodes of Star Wars 7x7 this year. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, if you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you're probably familiar with the idea that the stuff that we talk about here on Star Wars 7x7 is very story-related, generally speaking. I mean, yeah, we cover things about the box office. Yeah, we cover things about you know news announcements and so on and so forth, whatever. But the things that we really get into here on the podcast are story-related. It's how things expand our knowledge and understanding and insight and excitement and experience of the galaxy far, far away. And so when it comes to, say, a game like Star Wars Rise to Power, which is a mobile strategy game, you know, that's all well and good, but it doesn't fall within that expansion of our understanding of the Star Wars universe. And so you're probably not going to hear a lot about that game on the podcast. However, something like, say, the Last Jedi DLC for Star Wars Battlefront 2, that you'll probably be hearing about because it's going to continue that first-person story of what happens with Aiden Versio after the events of the Battle of Jakku and going way further down the timeline to where the First Order is coming to power. So that's the sort of thing that we really want to dig into here in the podcast, and that's the thing that I'm pretty sure that you having listened to it for so long, you want to know more about this universe that we all love and adore. And so that's where we're going to go with it. And the same goes then for 
that Secrets of the Empire virtual reality experience because somebody somewhere is going to post a lengthy discussion about what actually happens when you go through that experience. I personally don't have any plans to be at either of the Disney parks anytime soon, so I'm going to have to be looking for somebody else to tell me what happens within that thing so that way I can share it with you. And that, again, it's another story-based thing, and so that's the kind of thing we're going to be focusing on game-wise here and virtual reality and augmented reality experience-wise here at Star Wars 7x7, those are the kind of stories that we're going to bring to you. And heck, I've actually found a resource for Star Wars Uprising thanks to the assistance of Cole Horton, who you might actually know as a contributor to many DK publishing books, and I've interviewed him for the podcast a couple of times. So we might actually be able to get to tell the story of Star Wars Uprising and what happened with that blockade of the Inuit sector. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to finally getting a chance to dig into that. Because that whole time period between the end of Return of the Jedi and the start of The Force Awakens, I mean, there's just so much there to learn. You know, 30 years of history, that's quite a lot. And we still know just a fraction, just the barest fraction of what went on in that time. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, not just to this episode, but to the whole 2018 preview series and, heck, just to the podcast in general. And, of course, may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And, hey, before you go jumping out skyscraper windows, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a shapeshifter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.